Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Good. Is it? It's early. Oh, is it? <sighs> you don't mind if I just sleep through the first 45 minutes? No, I'll of... do all the talking. Okay, great. Well, let's see. It's Monday, July 16th, and everything's going great. Um, I... <laughs> I uh, I woke up around three. No, what are you doing? Couldn't really get back to sleep. That's exactly the same story with me. Yeah. Would you? Well, let's let's compare notes. What do you? What do you? So I I get up and I'm realizing I'm going honk honk honk. What is that? What that's is my that? left nostril. Oh. Sometimes I can't breathe. I should probably oh. get a CPAP, but I just I just no offense, but I just I don't know. I just seem very undignified. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like once you're on the CPAP, you're always on the CPAP. It's uh, there's got to be a better way. I was well, I found myself thinking. I wonder if I could go on YouTube. We watch a lot of YouTube videos about life hacks. Yeah, things like you can make your own bug catcher with a plunger and stuff like that. I wonder if I could make a homemade CPAP for myself with some straws and a bellows and maybe. <laughs> Maybe a hamster on a wheel. It seems to, it seems to me that like like a like a home tracheotomy would be better. Well, you know, um, you can make your own. You can make your own. Uh, 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 you can make candy at home. Yeah, you can. Uh, I learned how to make. Uh, you can make your own dish soap at home. I learned. I'm curious about this this plunging uh, fly catcher. Well, there's a funny. Just as a side note, there is a. Funny, sometimes funny YouTube channel that's ostensibly a life hacks channel. It's a bunch of dumb shit you can make. We really should probably just go buy it in a store. Mm-hmm. My my daughter loves these kinds of videos. Every morning when I brush her hair, uh, she watches this thing called I think it's called Five Minute Crafts or Five Minutes. It's just this Russian farm of content about like dumb stuff you can make with hot glue. Anyway, uh-huh. we watched one called Household Hacker, and we discovered it because he has a series called Overcomplicated Life Hacks. So he has regular life hacks about like how to make your shoes not stinky and stuff. But then he has some that are very, very funny. Like, well, they're, they're funny. Build a better uh, mousetrap. Yes. No, build a much worse mousetrap. <laughs> you can make a comb out of plastic forks, stuff uh-huh. like that. It's, it's fun. Uh-huh. It's not uh. super well done, but we get a laugh out of it because we get the genre. I'm getting a laugh out of it right now. Yes. And so one thing he did was he tested several as seen on TV pest solutions uh like the, the, you have you seen the bug vacuum no there's a, there's a <laughs> thing you can get it's very very simple you know there's like the regular kind of classic plumber's helper that's just like a you know like there's a plunger on a stick there's another yeah. kind you can get that's like an accordion yeah right yeah, yeah. so you yeah. get an accordion style plunger and you attach it with some tubes and a vacuum cleaner dingus and you silver tape it all together and now you can make your own uh, bug sucker Oh, bug so sucker. how, what does a CPAP really do? I don't want to look it up. I'm imagining it makes your nose breathe better. I, a long time ago, I was, um, I was, you know, I was carrying a little bit of extra weight, mm-hmm. let's say. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was, uh, I was seeing a gal and, uh, and she one morning said, you have sleep apnea. And mm-hmm. I said, Kind of like when that when that doctor said you have um, bipolar disorder. Yeah, she said you have sleep apnea. And you're I was not like, the first. You're not the yeah. first one. I was like to yeah. confront me in the morning about my <laughs> and, noises. Well, and then she was just saying like you fall, you you like stop breathing yeah. sometimes, and I was like, sure, who doesn't? She was like, Nobody everyone says else. You have to breathe all the time. Yeah, and I was like, well, you know, that's why I don't sleep on my back, and you know. So I went through this whole like, do I need a CPAP? Do I? What do I do? Do I get breathe right strips? Do oh, it I? It starts with having to Google CPAP. Yeah. You know, you're then, on. A, you're already. You're already on a journey at that point. That's gonna. That's I, gonna I, screw up every Instagram ad you see for the next yeah. two years. Don't do it. It's too late. We've even just because we're talking about it. I know. I know exactly. The big guy in the sky is going to hear us, and then pretty soon <laughs> we're going to be getting stuff for nearly painless catheters and and selling our our life insurance policy and all the kind of MSNBC ads I see all the time. A, fr- a friend and I were talking about a brand of children's shoes called Play. P L A E Play. Is that dip thong, John? Uh, it's some kind of Swedish thing. Mm. It's a Swedish finish. Mm-hmm. Play. Play. And I said, does play make uh, shoes for grown-ups? And she said, I'm not sure. 
seems interesting. That'd be a good idea. And she Googled play on her phone, came up with uh, no results. Although, no, no, no. She went to Zappos. Mm-hmm. No results. No play. No play. I got home, opened my phone, which was not even with me at the time. That was the day that I forgot my phone at home. Mm-hmm. Went on Instagram and Within a minute, there was an ad for adult play yes. shoes. And now, I am, my mind is boggling at there, how they I, got to me. I hate to spoil this for you because it is a wonderful mystery, but there's actually an extremely logical reason why okay. that happened. Right. Okay. okay. It's, not, it's not a happy reason. Is this like slug bug where you never see Volkswagens until you see a Volkswagen? Like an availability heuristic? Kind of. Sure. It's some kind of a cognitive uh, bias, probably. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. There's a podcast uh, that did uh, a couple episodes on this. And the ongoing thing of, like, are your dinguses listening to you? Because, gosh, isn't it strange that pretty much exactly what you described? How is it even possible? Well, a lot of people say, like, because we talked about this thing, and then I started getting ads. Yours is actually, I think, pretty straightforward. Um, you were both on the same IP address when she searched for that. But I was, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't, I didn't have my phone. Yes, but you have an IP address. Let's just call it seven. You're on the IP address seven. Mm-hmm. And you're, you were both on, you, so you're saying you didn't have your phone at all? It was not in my possession. It that's was not at that was, location. That could be because it. you're pals and you've been associated with that person. I will send you, I know you love listening to podcasts. I'll send you a copy of this. There, the, the crazy part is that like, it, it, it is really disturbing to think that like you mentioned purple underpants and then purple underpants start showing up in your ads. That's super creepy. But like it's it's only just slightly less creepy how it actually works. It's actually kind of more creepy because the Deus Ex Machina explanation would be, oh, these creepy devices are listening to me. It's actually way creepier than that because of the kind of demographics and chronographics and geographics that they use. Uh is not interesting. But it's fucked up. It's but fucked it's real. up. It's real. This oh, no, a- it's, it's really real. I talked to a pal of mine who has bought, have you ever done this? We have a sponsor on the show that I happen to like quite a lot. Hmm. And I recently purchased something from that sponsor. And now the thing that I bought from them keeps showing up all over the internet, even though I've got ad blockers out the ass. I still get ads. Now I'm getting ads for the thing that I bought from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so <laughs> that's fun. Thank you to our sponsor. Um, but, uh, so those things are weird. Like Matt, you know, Matt Howie had this, he, uh, he looked up a porch light. He, he, he opened his garage door <laughs> one time his, and then <laughs> he tried, he tried. <laughs> uh, this is no, 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 this is a different time. Is <laughs> this funny how he's our, how poor Matt Howie is our sink for everything that's fucked up. About the <laughs> Just if you hook your phone to your house. It just having a phone in the house. Now you're being geolocated and there's drones and shit. He had like searched for, I think like, it's one of those things where you would really notice. He'd looked for like a porch light, a replacement yeah. for the the lamp on his porch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everywhere he went for months, we're like, porch light? Porch light? Porch light? Uh, I'm, so, I'm so punch drunk with lack of sleep that I'm... Oh, I'm going to get back to that. But, uh, but the, other, the, one, the other one drives me crazy. And this has been going on for, God, 15 years, but like... I, I I really hate the whole like uh, email that's like hey hey you looks like you put something in your bastic you should you, you should go could you buy that from your bastic oh, something in your bastic something in your bastic and it just it just keeps coming back again and again I'm like no 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 Google no Google I don't want that I put that thing in my bastic to see if you could ship it to me at a, at a reasonable price and you can't I checked again I mean. Leave me alone. Leave, Leave me, me alone. alone. So I got up. You know, what's weird is I spend so much time Googling hentai porn, but I yeah. never see any ads for it. Isn't that strange? But yeah. see, that's still feeding into the big profile. Uh-oh. It's got their tentacles into you. Uh-huh. You were just researching it to like, somebody probably dared you to see if it's real or not, right? Well, that's the thing. I mean, when I was a child, there was a lot of shisa porn in my family, and yeah. I just wanted to research it for a, bu- for a book I'm reading. Oh, writing. I see. There's a cult- whole culture of that because of yeah. the whole boarding school thing and the spanking and Pink Floyd yes, and all of that. You need to go out exactly. you need to get into like 16chan, find out what How- the fuck's actually going on. How can I have any shisa if I don't eat my meat? 
<laughs> I watched two documentaries about Pink Floyd this week. No, really? Yes. It's, wait a minute. Did I just like? Uh, did I just like drone Google you? You triggered did, me. I'm a snowflake. Well, no, you. I didn't even know. No, I didn't even know you were listening to Pink Floyd. And here I am now. I'm asking you if you put things in your basket. Oh, did they get to me? Is it in my instant coffee? Yeah, yeah. The call's coming from inside the wall. Boom, boom, boom. Oh no! So Merlin, how about the Pink Floyd reference? Oh, what a kawinky dink! Look at that! Shit! Getting ads for videos where you spit on people. I'm Matt Howie's garage door. Opener. You are. <laughs> you were the garage. You were the garage door all along. No, no. I watched one video that was just kind of a, a kind of not very good, like BBC one hour history of Pink Floyd, which is not nearly enough time. You could do one hour on 1973 to 1975. You could do five hours on 1973 to 1975. And they breeze right past, you know, a lot of the most interesting stuff. Uh, I, you know, actually, I'll tell you the truth. I like, um, if I had to pick, I like uh, Wish You Were Here more. I think it's a better record. It's a great record. It's a really good record. No question about it. And they tell the story about Sid Barrett coming in the studio, and it's so sad. They all cried. They didn't recognize him. Did I ever tell you? Seen you... The photo? you ever seen the photo of him in the studio in 1975? Yeah, I have seen the photo. It's very sad. In fact, and I'm not sure whether you and I have talked about this many times over the years, but there was one time I was in one of those bookstores, one of those bookstores that put Meg Ryan out of business mm -hmm. a oh, long time man. ago, back when they were bookstores. You've got books. And, um, and there was a book, a big, beautiful book that was all the beautiful old pictures of beautiful old Pink Floyd when they were beautiful and the world was beautiful. Oh, Dave Gilmore's always been beautiful. And this book was the size of a manhole cover. Mm. Oh, and it like was, a coffee table book. Yeah, and it was expensive. Mm -hmm. And I sat in this bookstore and I was like, well, look, this is a must-have book. Yeah. But, it, but, it says a lot about you if you buy a very large Pink Floyd book. Yeah, but, but you know, I'm on my way to the you dentist. Only, most people only have one coffee table. <laughs> this book was the coffee table. Okay. I could just put I could put it on four cinder blocks and it would make the room, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was I had a dentist appointment. I was in Manhattan. Yeah. It was Fourth of July. It was you yeah, know reasons. And I so there was just I couldn't buy this book at the time. But I was like, look, here I am. I'm at a big stupid bookstore. This is the this is the most this is the largest book in the rock book section. The the next time I'm next time I'm in here, I'll just get it. Mm -hmm. And I have never seen it again. Looking up Pink Floyd coffee table books. And apparently there's one called Their Mortal Remains. And it looks pretty big. This um, book was, this book was not, there was no like, there was no chaff. There was no, there was no big pig outside of Battersea Station. This was all, this was all bell-bottom denim and right, right, like, no, no, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I ever tell you my Battersea Station story? You got a Battersea Station story? Shit, dog. I was on a train mm -hmm. in London. Did you emerge in London rain? And she was waiting there. Swimming through apologies. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I know, wait. Berlin? Yes! Yes! Got it! I still got it. <laughs> I remember hating you for loving me. Uh, and this actually happened. Mm -hmm. This is in the era of the iPhone. I'm, I'm on a train and I'm in some kind of a tunnel if memory serves. And I remember thinking to myself, huh, huh. I know that album cover is like some old factory. I wonder if I'll see. It's the craziest thought. This is such an American thing. It's like, yeah, oh, sure. you know, oh, oh, are you from Brazil? Uh, do you know uh, Gilles? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're at Hollywood and Vine. Are you going to run into yeah, Red right. Stare? Yeah. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. And so, uh, hand of God, it couldn't have been more than a few minutes. We emerge, we come out and I'm like, what the fuck? There it is. There is an upside down table. I went into the maps app and boom, kapow. It was actually the Pink Floyd factory. Yes. And I saw it. I saw it. I saw it right there. Saw it with your own two eyes. No pig. So with my, did you, did with you my, wipe with my naked eyes, I saw you. What? <laughs> did my, you wipe up that grin? Because you knew where you'd been. Okay. Oh. 
<laughs> this is gonna be a good one. I can tell already. <laughs> you should have gotten it. I'll get it for you if I can find it. A large, large book. Pink Floyd, large, <laughs> large. large. <book>. John Syracuse <laughs> says taught me something important about Google, which is stop thinking. Stop oh. thinking. Just, just mash on the keyboard. Make uh-huh. finger bangs on the keyboard until a thing comes out. You, you could do I, stuff like you know, movie with blonde girl, cheerleader kill, and like you'll you'll find you don't think it don't 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 treat it like a computer. Okay, I okay, do, all right. I, reinventing Pink Floyd. That looks I like do that idea. all the time. You know, I ask Google full sentence questions. Of course, you do. Like an old, like of an old man. <laughs> How does the wrench fit onto the socket if it's raining and you don't have gloves? <laughs> and more often than not, Google's right there with the answer, one or two answers down. It's there. It's there. Although, They're good. They're tuned for that. Li- last night, like a dum dum, and you know, this is the thing. I'm su- I'm always surprised at the ads I don't see. Mm-hmm. Last night, I was go- I was scouring the rec- the U.S. records of former Nike missile base sites. In the oh, West. we got we got a couple of those here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're fast, fascinating, they're, and they're, I, they're sometimes a little bit hidden. But yeah, we took a hike a, a few weeks ago, and there was one we walked right by one. I was reading a. Uh, there's there's reading whole websites just dedicated to that. You oh, know this by now. Yeah, of course. It's like a I Wikipedia mean, of former Nike missile sites. All the spelunkers out there, but the problem is it's an incomplete list. Ugh. Oh yeah, the numbers don't always uh, aren't always sequential. The numbers aren't always sequential. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I've got, I've got interests, but also when I was growing up, there was a Nike missile base. Uh, this is the one for those of you in the audience who are keeping track the the Nike missile base uh, outside of Kingston, Washington. Okay. Uh, when I was a little kid, this was still, it was one of the bases that was uh, still active pretty late in the game. You know, they decommissioned them over the years a lot. Or a lot of them, they were decommissioned in the early 60s. But this one went all the way into the 70s at, in Kingston. Okay. And it was just right it was just right next to our house. So Nike missiles are still a big part of my whole. You know, the, the 747 first flight was like 10 days after I was born. Really? And, and Everett, That was a big and, deal at the time. It was. And Everett, Everett uh, was, Everett, you know, Payne Field was like right the, the, the flight. Washington right had a bunch. Washington had a bunch. Spokane. Yeah. Cheney, Medical Lake, ugh, Deep That's Creek, Saddle Mountain, Othello, Rattlesnake all, Mountain, Priest Rapids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Mountain. It's all here on the Wikipedia, on the Internet Science site. Anyway, I was wa- okay. I was reading this. Uh, I was d- doing that thing. You know when you're in like you're in an old-style cafe and there are pictures on the walls of what the building used to be? Yeah. I, was, I picked up one of those magazines that's for like small neighborhoods where a neighborhood has its own magazine. Like, hey, it's the Ballard times and mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of ads for real estate agencies and, and yeah. fu- places yes i was reading one of those because you know you got to keep up to date and there was a picture uh from yield and times 1950 whenever mm-hmm. where they were like here's a picture of the excavation of the original supermarket for this neighborhood before they put in the food way oh and over the left over the back fence you can see the nike missile base Ooh. And I was like, what? There is no Nike missile base in that neighborhood. Hmm. I'm sorry, my I'm sorry, uh, my friend, but I happen to know every Nike missile base in the area. Uh-huh. And so then I was like, well, somebody's got the somebody's because then I'm looking at the picture with my little my little pocket uh, loop. You got your loop, your little uh, your little monocle. Uh-huh. Can't make out anything. Pro or con, but I. But here's the thing, I know the area, mm-hmm. and I know there are some old buildings in that location that are old and weird, and old government buildings that have been repurposed into some kind of city landscaping spot where the driving lawnmowers park. And so I'm like, some of this is starting to line up, mm-hmm. but the Nike missile base, but da- database says no such thing no such you know hmm. no such who's, zone. who's zooming who you know what i'm saying that's right huh that's right no such number mm-hmm. <laughs> no such zone <laughs> oh, oh, uh, return to sender <laughs> 
This episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by RX Bar. You can learn more about RX Bar right now by visiting rxbar.com slash R-O-T-L. RX Bar is a whole food protein bar. What does that mean? It means their bars are made with 100% whole ingredients. They like to be transparent and upfront with their customers. That's why they label the core ingredients on the front of the package and the ingredients that make up the texture and taste on the back. It's all really good stuff. So beyond being a good go-to snack that checks off a number of nutritional boxes, RX bars actually taste delicious. They truly do. They found that creating a bar made from real whole food ingredients actually tastes better than anything out there. They don't need the fillers, additives, the chemicals, or the added sugar. Good for them. Good for you, RX Bar. So how did they start? Well, they started in 2013 when they called BS on protein bars. These folks couldn't find a bar out there that wasn't full of the junk, artificial ingredients, fillers, preservatives, just general BS. And that's why RX Bar set out to create a bar with a few clean, simple ingredients where every ingredient serves a purpose. Oh, this is, this is so wild. Check this out. RX Bars come in 11 delicious flavor varieties. 11. That's so many varieties. And uh, recently, they've added three new flavors. They have mango, pineapple, peanut butter and berries, and chocolate hazelnut. But hang on. Hang on to your drawers, because they also recently introduced RX Nut Butter. RX Nut Butter, which is a brand new product, okay? It's made with the same core ingredients as RX Bar Protein Bars. The new nut butters include a base of nuts, egg whites, and dates, giving you 9 grams of clean protein. You can get those in honey, cinnamon, peanut butter, peanut butter, and vanilla almond butter. They're great on pretzels, fruit, or straight out of the convenient pouch while you're on the go. So, you know, whether you like sweet or savory, chocolate or fruit, there's an RX bar for you. Uh, They're gluten-free. Gluten, I did not get much sleep last night. I'm so sorry. They're gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, no added sugar. It's just good stuff. Now, Now, here's my tip to you. I've said this before, but this is so important. When you get you these RX bars, you find a flavor you like, you order a bunch of them, right? Don't just go stick them in a closet somewhere. Deploy these tactically. Put them into a backpack. Uh, put them by your desk at work. Put them in the places where you're going to get hungry, not in the places where you think about organizing bars. That's my tip to you. They didn't tell us to say that. And right now, for 25% off your first order and free shipping, you go to rxbar.com slash ROTL, just like it sounds, and you enter that promo code ROTL at checkout, 25% off. Our thanks to R. RX Bar for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. Uh, so anyway, now I'm really tripping because I need to figure out what's going on here. Sure, something's adding up. Some's not adding up. Yeah, but but so so far, internet, Google. I mean, I typed in like cheerleader kill, <laughs> and it came up came up nothing. Small Snake boobs, out. small boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Google! Hey Google! Clear my history. Hey Google! Hey Google! Do you have a silent search mode? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I noticed the Apple thing has some kind of secret search mode too now. Oh, secret search mode! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good for lots of things. Sometimes you can use that to look at stuff like Wall Street Journal articles. It, <gasps> oh, see, that's such a pain in the ass. You I can, you can do it. that. You can do that. Who? You can look at. I find it, John, I find it very hard to believe that that many people subscribe to the Wall Street Journal. All I get, I get a paragraph and a half, and then I get a little fade, and I get an mm-hmm. eh, eh. I mean, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, but sometimes no there's touchy. an article in there I want to look at. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes I can't. No touchy. No t- well, Some, so there's two ways you can do that. So way one is you can try the incognito mode or whatever it's called. Yeah. And then the other way is um, if you go in, look like Google News and follow a link from Google News, sometimes it'll let you in that way. So, so first of all, yes, I do not understand. There are people all the time in my timeline who are like, you got to check out this article. And it's like, do you subscribe to the Wall Street Journal? I don't think, I don't think you do. I mean, I hope you don't. Maybe Peter Sagal does, but I don't even think he does. Right. But then there there used to be like a, a, a widely known secret password that journalists could use. And then I think they closed that. But like to, still today, like especially on political Twitter, people are always linking to the Wall Street Journal like they read the fucking article. And I'm like, really? You yeah. subscribe to this? Maybe they just read the first two paragraphs. And when it ghosted out, they were like, i got to forward this to everyone. And nobody's going to read it anyway. Well, you know, we have a, a listener to this program mm-hmm. who is an editor at the New York Times. No. Ladies and gentlemen, the FBI. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I pay. I pay for the New York Times. I pay for the Washington Post. Those are two mm. that I pay for. So I well, get so he, he said to me a long time Don't ago. Don't get cocky. Just, just because I, you guys still, you need to get your fucking opinion page sorted. 
That I shit's got to stop. I can hear you. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> the, the, the right centrists need to go. If you're going to oh. bring it, bring in a serious dingling instead of pulling my fucking chain with these fucking centrists, it's got to stop. Show you what these the people right really think. To go. Oh, God. The centrists, they're helping so much. They're very, oh, the they're very concerned. They're very concerned about many things. They're in the center. Fucking centrists. Yeah. And it, they're walking around the public square. I mean, you get it. You get a few dealings. You can bang together. You make yourself a stew. But like all this, you know what? If he can fix that, I don't know who you're talking about. But like, if he can fix that, that would be awesome. Thank you. I I'm paying. Think, I'm paying your salary, sir. I don't think Patrick can. But Patrick he did. He did say Jesus. A long, he did say a long time ago that if you follow a link from the New York Times Twitter account mm -hmm. to an article, you can read it. If you oh. get there by a different method. Oh. They're but using they they're using technology. Yeah, but then they closed that back door too. Mm. And now, now uh, I'm uh, now I've got my like ten free articles a month or whatever. And then I'm <laughs> then those ghost on me. And you know what? I'm sure there's somebody right now. It's probably Marco Arment mm -hmm. who's yelling at us about paywalls, about <laughs> about not <laughs> skipping ads. Why, why, why Marco? <laughs> <laughs> That's really random. No, because uh, you know, didn't he? Didn't uh, didn't he invent? He had the a company. He sold the company, and no, as of he, today, the company has announced uh, that they're going back to being independent. Independence. Did, didn't he write a, a, a like a really simple little app that blocked all ads, and then he he built he an app called Instapaper for Book, which is an excellent uh, excellent app and a former sponsor of this show. Right, I have that. I have and that. so Instapaper had, had two very, well, at least two interesting parts. One is that it would let you pile up with a bookmarklet. You could go, or in a browser extension, you could say, add this to Instapaper. But the neat, really canny thing he did was, is that, that a lot of people have copied. I, I, don't, I don't know if he was the first person to do this. He's the first one I knew of, where he had a canny, um, <clears throat> like basically like a parsing engine that could look at especially popular pages and using mm. the CSS the, or the HTML markup, he was able to like take out everything that wasn't the article you want to look at. Aha! Uh -huh. Ooh, yeah. that is candy. But then he—that's built into then, Safari now. You've got a thing called—I think it's called Reader Mode, where if you click but then on he that, he ghosted it though, didn't he? Didn't he say that he, he sold that, it? He sold it for money. There was something mm -hmm. I remember where it was an. All app. I know is Marco Arment loves paywalls. Maybe it wasn't Marco. Yeah, it was somebody of. Oh, somebody, the magazine. Somebody in our in our in our larger <laughs> social world, who's who had a thing that you could block all the ads and then they oh, said he made that too fair. yeah he it's ghosted it he ghosted it because he felt bad yeah why were yeah you ghost, why were you ghost lighting me a second ago he ghost lit you because he had feelings he had, i, you know, I he use, felt uh, like it wasn't right or something he felt well here's the thing it's one thing to have an opinion and have a thought and it's another thing to have to deal with all the people who don't like your opinion uh -huh. i'm speaking for myself go on <laughs> is there is there a life hack involving a plunger that's going to walk us out of this? <laughs> um. So God, we're pretty deep. Look, in Marco the stack. is not my proxy. You know, he's not my like stand-in for a garage door opener. No, I'm just saying there are times I wrote him right after that, and I was like, "Hey, I know you stopped giving that to people, but would you would you give it to me?" I can. I, I, this, I don't want to talk about computers on the show, but I'm happy to no, share no, with you what no, I use, no, no. which is very good. I, I run a variety of things that because here, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to talk about it. No, because I don't want to hear the opinions. Did you know that? Get one on it, Patrick. I, fix the opinion page. What's happening? You know, one time I almost bought a Corvette from Tiffany Arment's dad. One time you almost okay. You bought an. We're going to buy an Ohio Corvette. Uh huh. I was going to get a Corvette. He has a cor. He had a Corvette. What kind of what kind of year are we talking about here? <laughs> it was a seventies Corvette. Shit, dog. A seventies T-top Corvette Ooh. Stingray. Does it come with and a she, stick to swipe the ladies off the side? <laughs> and, he, and she said, "My dad's got this Corvette. We're trying to sell it. We thought of you." And mm -hmm. I was like, "I need it. I need it." <laughs> and we went through a we went through a, a you know what what uh, what they call in the business a back and forth. We went uh -huh. through a back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, deals, Look, deals I, are your art form. All I got to do is get the funding. All the the funding's got to come through. Mm -hmm. Funding's got to come through from the network. You have and to then, say, never spend your own money. Yeah, and then we're getting this. We're getting this. This this Corvette <clears throat> is gonna. It's it's a license to print money. Would you fit and in that, a Corvette? I think that Cor. Given the dudes that you typically see driving Corvettes, I think I would fit in a Corvette. Well, they're certainly unencumbered by hair. Well, and they're also like, you know, they're American dudes. I don't think I would fit into an Austin Healey, which, and maybe not even a, 
an old Porsche 911. And both those things break my heart. I know it can be surprising. I have a friend who's quite tall. He's an oak of a man. My friend Jeff is like, he's, I think he's like 6'6", six, six, something he's like that. He's an oak of a man. What a nice way of putting it. He's a real tall, he's Dutch. So, um, you know, the Dutch are tall. Oh, they are. Don't care for the Dutch, but I like Jeff. They're S- tall and yet strangely not good at basketball. Huh. You know what? I never thought of that till right now. It's the shoes. They wear those wooden shoes. Yeah. Cloppity, 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 clop. Shoot. I'm going to be working on my skyhook. Why am I Sean Connery? Um, he, uh, he got himself a mini Cooper, Cooper mini. Yeah. And he fits in it just like, like a hand in a glove. He says, it's amazing that it'll accommodate a large man. You ever been in a uh, mini Cooper, mini Cooper? I have, you know, and the first time I got into a, uh, a an old mini, is Cooper, it Cooper like mini or mini Cooper? I, well, you would say mini Cooper. Mini's the company Cooper's the make. No. Well, now BMW is Cooper's the, the make. Mini's the make. Cooper's the model. Cooper is the Cooper. Cooper is Cooper is the doctor. Okay. Mini is the secretary. Oh wow! So, have you been in one of those? You, so long time ago, did I was it accommodate you? I was hitchhiking in England, mm-hmm. and uh, a, and a kid pulls over, and he's in one of those old, you know, like a '60s uh, Mini. And I was like, "Come on, this is great!" Oh, like I like mean, an Italian this, job car. Yeah, this is wonderful uh, that you're you're stopping to pick me up, but like this is going to be hilarious. Yeah, you right? have to fold you. And the kid was like, "Get in," mm-hmm. or he said, "Get in, mate." Get in. Something. I. <laughs> He's listening Boy, to Mumford's. Put, put another shrimp on the Bobby or whatever they say in England. <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> and sorry, that you, was Tasmania. My bad. You climb down into the into the old minis. There's you could put a you could put an elephant in there. They're enormous. Huh, and huh. here's how they get away with it. The the bottom of the <clears throat> car is seven inches off the ground and is made out of particle board. So when you're in a mini, you're basically driving. You're basically like the, um, the Flintstones had more of a car than a than a mini. Oh, and 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 it's amazing. It's Can you eat ribs in it? If they put that giant rack of ribs on there, is it going to make it flip over? <laughs> well, you in order to honk the horn, you just grab a bird by the ass. And it's yank a it. living. <laughs> <laughs> but I love I, I loved being in this car, but it really was like riding a skateboard. Like you're so low. Yeah, my friend had so an low. Austin Healy Sprite, and it really was like riding a skateboard. Uh, but it's great. But like in modern traffic, when there's like lorries and there's yeah, like torches, torches, bobbies, rams, are full of bobbies. It was scary, you yeah. know, to be around other cars that were made out of. Wait, hang on, hang on. Is this metal. in London? Well, he so he picked me up outside of Bath. Okay, and uh, we drove along, and then got out. You know, I probably got out of that car around Slough. Ooh, yeah. Because I had a meeting with a guy to, at a paper deal, paper company. Ah, nice pull. Thanks. Ah. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> you're a cock. You're a cock. You're a cock. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't show that to a 10-year-old, just so you know. <clears throat> that show? A little racy for a 10-year-old. Oh, yeah. We did a watch Die of, Hard. A lot of, lot of uh, oh, you watched Die Hard. Watched the shit out of Die Hard. Twice. Hey, gentlemen. Fucking B I. <laughs> now I've got a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Such a good movie. So, a, a, spotty, a spotty British boy picks you up in his coop, coop, mini. Coop, coop, coop. <laughs> we should get more sleep. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. Uh, okay, so uh, you got picked up by uh, the crown of the realm. Yeah. You're getting ridden around on a skateboard. Low yeah. clearance. Low clearance. It seems to me like like Ingling mm-hmm. should be a place where I would have lived, but hmm. I never I never lived in Ingling. I've tried. Hmm. I've been there hmm. a bunch. Yeah. This kid picked me up, and I was like, "Hey, you and me. I mean, you need a roommate? Like, I yeah. I, I hang up, hang out with you as much as I could hang People out." People say that. Else. I have a bunch of friends just went to Ingling, and and they're all like, "Man, I could totally live here." Yeah, but on the other hand, hmm, maybe not. Hmm. You yeah. know, they got all those different cultures. You have free glasses. Is that right? Oh yeah the uh, the uh, the health thing. 
Oh, sure. sure. <clears throat> the British Health System, it's called. A woman gave a woman bandaged me one time, mm. and then, uh, and then afterwards, she was a nut. She mm-hmm. had chickens in the house, mm. <laughs> but, uh, but she asked me for money. She asked me for five pounds huh. for the bandages, and I was like, "Those are National Health bandages." It says right on them. Yeah. She was like, "Well, you know, now I'm out." <gasps> oh, I get. She's she's doing a little number on you. Yeah, she she ran. She sees a yank coming in, and she thinks I'm going to take a few pounds off the yank. She was like, "This guy needs bandaging." Sure. Hello, hello, hello. Sure, it'd be free for me. Yes, but not free for you. you. Mm -mm. You also got to pay a TV license there to watch a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you got to pay a license if you want your Doctor Who. If you're going to have your BBC, you're supposed to pay a license for your TV. And they used to have trucks with like. Uh, you can go Google this, but they had like these uh, <laughs> enforcement trucks like in the 60s, these trucks that would drive around uh-huh. with, I think, like fake satellite dishes on them. And like, oh, hello, hello, we're detecting it. I haven't paid their tax on the, on the telly. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. It, that, <clears throat> that's scare, what they get for the compliance, hiring, you know what I'm saying? For hiring chimney sweeps to do that. <laughs> to do that have Dick Van Dyke come and talk talk to you <laughs> until you pay the fee. Hello. Um, you okay, know, so you got in the car. Me, I don't even have a TV, so no, wouldn't... I wouldn't even know what to where to pay. So here is something on a website mm-hmm. uh, that says. Uh, so Dan writes in, Dan writes in and says, "I'm six three, which is how tall I am, mm-hmm. about 185 pounds, which is a lot less money." Oh, we, that's pretty close. That's me. pretty close to you. No, not anymore. Mm. He's writing from Ridgefield, Connecticut. Okay. I'm 6'3", about 185 pounds. And I think he's lying. Sounds to me like, uh, sure you are, 80, 185 pounds. He's probably, he's probably about 205. <laughs> and I'm wondering... How many stone? I, how many stone are you? Roger Stone. And I'm wondering if I can fit in an <laughs> get, Austin get Healy... Get me Roger Stone. <laughs> uh, can I fit in an Austin Healy 3000, or should I just scratch this one off the bucket list and move on? Mm. And then, scroll down here a little bit... Uh, uh, let's see, Howard from Akron. Oh, no, he's from Rittman, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Howard Morris says, Dan, I am 6'2 and 285. Well, now that's bigger than me. Okay, in all the, right. In the, in the weight, for sure. I'm between these two, let's say. Hmm. If okay. you say you're 6'2 and 285, I bet you he's edging up on 300. But let's mm-hmm. let's just, you know, this is the thing people don't talk about, how big men kind of like, Kind of, they underestimate their weight. They underreport. Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, I, I have a drink sometimes on the weekends. I know, I know, I know. Just, just a, be- just a beer mm-hmm. every night, just to unwind. Just like a uh, half beer, like a grandpa beer, like one of those little buds, one of those little eight ounce boys. All little half, half boy, half buds. <laughs> I'm six two and two eighty five, and there are certain tricks you must use when entering and exiting a Healy. That's what they call an Austin Healy. Huh. I fit here's this is now this is a little bit of Akron uh, syntax. You're gonna you're gonna recognize this being okay. an Ohio kid. Sure. Only Ohio big, kids are pretty will get big this. state, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is your BuzzFeed list. <laughs> Seventeen things only Ohio kids will get. I fit not well. Mm. And it takes me a minute or two to enter, but once I'm in, I'm comfortable. So this guy now owns a car that it takes him a minute or two to get into. That's that's already that's health and safety, that's already a problem. I have a 1961 BT7 2x2. Never mind that. Hmm. And when I restored it, I move. He didn't. He forgot his his syntax now, or his uh, tenses are wrong. And when I restored it, I moved the seat bracket. Paren holes drill, D R I L L E, hmm. in the new floor. I'm beginning to feel like Howard Morris is from Brazil. <laughs> When I restored it, I moved the seat bracket, holds holes drill, as in grill, in the new floor pan, as far back as I could go. I also have a fiberglass hardtop, and I have had it on the racetrack, Nelson Legend. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm reading, I'm reading something from a crazy person. But what the point <laughs> is that you that you can get into an Austin Healey if you are prepared to be in a car that takes you several minutes to get into, and if you. Mm-hmm redrill the seat brackets oh i see that's you know that's an accommodation i'm not gonna do that i have to cross that off my bucket list just like old what's his name 
threatened to do. Right. Okay. Uh, you want a Yahoo? Um, this is a user. Sorry, something has gone wrong. Why most gay guys I know drive the Mini Cooper? Hmm. Was it like genetic minute, or something? It's not, it, it's not that. It's not that everybody he knows that drives a Mini Cooper is gay. It's that everyone he knows that's gay. Why drives most a gay Mini guys Cooper? I know drive the Mini Cooper? <laughs> Was it like genetic or something? Not hundred percent, but I say most of them think the Mini Cooper were created for their desire. They have to drive it to be gay. If you were gay, do you think the Mini Cooper were cute? For example, my uncle drove the Mini. He's gay. I know more than 10 guys. I know more hmm. than 10 guys drive it, and they're all gay. I was wondering, is this coincident or just trending? Sure. Show boobs and vagina. <laughs> show pictures of your feet. Show, show bobs and vagina. Okay. So I woke up around three. No, 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 no. And uh, it's actually, I don't have that much to say. I took a shower. I read a book about anxiety. Well, you <clears> stayed up. Huh? You stayed up. Uh, you know what it is? We talked about this. The key part is and this is actually a big big issue in my in my anxiety book is like there's one thing to to feel bad and it's another thing to feel bad about feeling bad told you what yeah well no it's it's real the struggle is real the the problem is uh well one of the big points in this anxiety book which is really good is um that most of the time we're, we're having trouble distinguishing signal versus noise and a lot of times we are reacting to our reaction about something Anyway, long story short, it's a good book. And, uh, but the uh, people will ask. It's called Stopping the Noise in Your Head. And uh, because people will ask. The, Stop making sense. Stop making sense. Stop, uh, I got a girlfriend that's better than that. That was the wrong song. Shit. Uh, nothing but flowers. <laughs> you know who's great is Johnny Marr. Like I can play a fucking guitar. He's really great. And you know, he's not that Shit. much older than we are. Yeah. Like you could just be hanging out with him and you'd be like, what's up? You know, whatever. I mean, reference. you know him for stuff like how soon is now, but like just, just fucking listen to like this, this charming man. It's just, how does he do it? I can't, I can't listen to it. So part of mm. <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. Woo! Squarespace. You guys know Squarespace. Squarespace is the place you go. You can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into a new site. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog or publish other kinds of content. You can sell products and services of all kinds. Mm -hmm. Promote your physical or online business. You can announce an upcoming event or a special project. You can do that and so much more. And, uh, how even do they do this? Well, they do lots of stuff. Mm -hmm. Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online, the ability to customize the look and feel of your site, the settings, the products, all that stuff, just a few clicks. It is actually crazy easy to do. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. And they have a new way to buy domains. You can choose from over 200 extensions. They have analytics that help you grow in real time, built-in search engine optimization, free and secure hosting, nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And of course, they have their 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. They're encouraging people to make it. You go make it. You make it yourself. You stand out with a beautiful website. And now I'm going to tell you, uh, as you probably know, I'm a big fan of Squarespace. Listening to the show right now, you are already technically a user of Squarespace because that is where Roderick on the Line is and has always been hosted. All of our audio files, our notes, everything is on there. I also use it for stuff like uh, announcing my ungainly X-Man meetup. I have a new place you can go. You can go to MerlinM.com slash playlists, and you can see my Squarespace site where I put up uh, links to the music and video playlists that we make, several of them for Roderick on the Line. Go check those out. I promise you. You know, I don't know if Squarespace space is perfect for everybody but it's perfect for someone in your life if anybody in your life needs a web presence you got to tell them about squarespace get out of the webmaster business and put up some great stuff that's my tip to you so you go head out right now you go to squarespace.com slash supertrain you get a free trial and when you're ready to launch use that very special offer code supertrain to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain our thanks to squarespace for supporting roderick on the line and all the great shows <laughs> Show, the show might be over. That one was so far away. How it just wasn't like the old days anymore. Uh, so I read the book about anxiety. No, two notes, and sometimes I la, 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 sing in the third, the third, the third. Um, so uh, 3 a.m. And oh, so but, but here's the thing. And this is the thing. I never got this about. Uh, we've, fuck me. We've talked about this before. We're, we're at 297 oh, episodes. Like There's going to be some repeats. We're um, at 297 episodes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't do anniversaries. So oh. the thing is... the the, the 
the problem with my wife. The <laughs> thing I'm really fucking tired. The the problem yeah. is I now I now know this, and I know you know no no know this is oh. that it's one thing to like not be able to to sleep. It's still another thing um, to feel bad. Oh, that about you can't sleep. Yes. And it's still another thing. When people talk about insomnia, I think a lot of times what you really should be talking about is like, oh, shit, I'm terrified to go to sleep because I know I won't be able to sleep. And now it's a whole kind of like meta meta anxiety about sleep. And so the key, this is a little trick. My wife, my wife told me about this actually, because she struggles with sleep stuff is like in, from this mindfulness thing she's been doing where they basically say, look, when you get up, just decide that it's okay that you're up. Like quit freaking out about it and stop obsessing. This is not easy. It is simple, but not easy. But yeah. you, you got to tell yourself, dude, it's going to be okay. You know what? Go be up for an hour and then say, I'm going back to bed in an hour. And don't, but the thing is, you can't feel bad about it. If you feel bad about it and try to make it, you're doing two things wrong now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, two things wrong. Now, you do, now do, I'm do, really stressed. Do you do that? You do that. Wrong. You do that, right? You lay there and you feel bad, right? Well, I'm try, I, try not to, I try not to feel bad uh, anymore about anything. Yeah. Um, but... Um, <laughs> You did an extension course on psychopathy. <laughs> uh, but I uh, sometimes I'll just stay up. Um, I'll, I'll I'll wake up in the middle of the night because I have some like three second loop from a pretender song in my head, mm-hmm. and it just won't. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> it won't. It's stop. a very catchy band. They're super catchy. Super dupe. Soup dupe catchy. I get I get their songs in my I wrote one of their songs one time and didn't even realize I wrote back on the chain gang and as I said you know that's back on the chain gang I was like oh it yeah. kind of is I just wrote that ah uh, it's a three chord song it should be public domain I I I used to rewrite dazed and confused all the time the walk down down little chromatic little chromatic walk down and I was yeah. like this is amazing it's like you did whoa, it again whoa, 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 whoa. you did it again. But yeah, I was uh, I was I was laying in bed the other night, just uh, you know, just humming uh, "Don't Get Me Wrong" or whatever, you know, like not not even the, but like the you know the late. What about tattoo? You ever get tattoo love boys in your head? All the time. Dong 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 dong. I I just I I I did a little bit of an anxiety hack. Yes, bring it. So I was sitting there, and I was so I I was asked to do this thing. Okay. That's right. <laughs> that's trouble already. Right. This is a thing that we've been through before many yeah. times. You and I. We, been, we get thing. asked to do a thing. Yes. You get asked to do a thing. You get and asked then, to do the strangest things. And this was a. Th- this was like asked to do a big thing. And I was like, I'll do a big thing. Oh yeah, a lot of money could be in this, and this oh. could be a big opportunity. Oh, it's and definitely going to be exposure, John. It's a big operation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, tell me more. You know, I'm I'm open to this. I've heard of this. Yeah. And the person sent me. He was like, well, you know, first you should like, here's like, not, not two, not six, but 10 different people who have done it before. And here are links to their performances. Mm-hmm. And so go check them out. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go check out 10 people's prior. Quick question. Is, is, this a one, is this a one-off performance, an MC thing? You no, it's should a, give the game away. It's a talk. Okay. It's a talk that is available online. Oh. But it's not one of my usual 15, 20-minute talks. This is like an hour and a half long talk available Hour online. and a half long talk. So it's not a TEDx. It's not a TEDx. Okay. And uh, and so I was like, all right. So I That's said, a lot of preparation, John. That's a fucking long talk. It is. It's a big First talk. First of all, that is twice as long as any talk should ever be. It's way long. 40 minutes should be how long a talk is on the outside. But this is, you know, a talk that's got it. That's the thing. How do you fill up 90 minutes? You got to figure that out. And so mm, then you have says, question and answer because that I'll always goes you, great. I'll put you in touch or no, not put you in touch. Mm-hmm. He said, you're going to work with mm-hmm. a content producer mm-hmm. in order to come up with this talk. And I was like, da, 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 da. I don't want to do that either. My penis just went into my body cavity. <laughs> I don't want anything a content to do with producer. But. It's a big opportunity. It's a lot of, you know, this could turn oh, sh- out. Are you this kidding could me? work out. Look at these guys. This could be a big thing, right? Uh-huh. I mean, this is how uh, Johnny Marr got his start. <laughs> he was sitting around. He got an email. Bow, wow, 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 wow. How can you say? And, uh, and so, so fucking tired. I'm sorry, John. I know this, this episode is a shit show. I'm just so mm-hmm. fucking tired. 
Well, so we go back and forth in emails multiple times. And I'm like, well, I don't really, you know, like super great. And I want to do this. You get a few more red flags. You can start a used car dealership. Jesus Christ. And the thing is, his email tone is somewhat not imperious, but a little bit like haughty. Well, yeah, this is how things are done. And you're getting a big opportunity here. At this point, you're talking, this is the content producer you've been passed off to. No, I have not yet spoken to Oh, you're still getting pitched. So then he says, so then he says, uh, I'm going to, we're going to, we're we're firming up the lineup, but I'm going to need a firm commitment from you. This is a thing that's happening in September. And I'm like, ah, firm commitment. So then I said, I wrote (sighs) him, I'm trying to manage my, I'm trying to manage this, right? And I wrote him and I said. Real real quick, at this point, what's your take? At this point, at that point in the process, is your take that this this is worth what I'm going through right now because this could be a good thing. You're still see, you're still in the bubble. See, I'm not. I have not been through the Merlin manification of uh, of dealing with this stuff yet personally. Mm. Which is to say that I still feel when I get a thing like this, I still feel an overwhelming sense of responsibility, not just to it, but to everything to everything. Because right? you're like, you're you're a performer. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. this is a thing. You this don't turn down gigs. You don't turn down gigs. Yeah. How am I ever going to get a picture? How is, how is Steve Aggie ever going to take my picture out at at uh, at Harriet and, and Bob's well, or whatever? Well, let me give you a reframe here. You've done <clears throat> a lot of good work, but at this point, you have not earned a very large coffee table book. You're going to well, have to put see, some more numbers on that board to get a coffee table see, book. See? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's either either you. It's either get a Cadillac or fuck you. Yeah. Um, and so... You get, you get, you ask yourself, is this getting me closer or further from my very large coffee table book? And you never know. This could be the thing. This could be the thing. thing. But I feel that responsibility. Somebody's offered me a thing. I have to take it seriously. Okay. And so, but I've been done. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm I'm talking to the ceiling a lot. I'm walking around waving my hands. I'm like 30, 30 minutes. No problem. I could talk for 45 minutes and, and you know, I don't even need anybody there, but like after 65 minutes. So the difference, it's almost the difference between writing a review of a book and writing the book that the review is going to be about. Mm. That's a fucking lot of preparation. When you go over an hour in a talk and you don't want it to suck, you're going to have to do a lot of preparation. Yep. 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 And also, but here's the, but here's the wrinkle. There's no clear sense of like, is this going to be $50,000, $5,000, $500. Right. In, in the end. You, learn, you know that trick. That's a good trick. What's that trick? The orders of magnitude trick. Oh, the orders of magnitude trick. Right. Yeah. If this is $50,000, it's totally worth working All you have to, if, if, to find, to vet somebody, if there is money involved, first establish, is there money involved? You know what they usually say? Yeah, there could be. Could they be. Say, that's what this guy there said. Could be. There could be. Well, that, there that's could weird. Be. You know what? You should call your plumber. Call, call your plumber be. and say there could be some money in this for you. <laughs> I, want, I want to talk to you a little bit more about how we do this. Uh, you know what you do? You just say, give me an order of magnitude. Give me your budget is between which two orders of magnitude. Right. And you would be amazed how often the call ends right there. Between 500 or 5,000. Between, between 500 5, and 5,000. That's all you got to say. 500 or between 5,000 and 15,000. 50,000. Between 15,000 and 50,000. Well, and yeah. so, so anyway, and then, so I write them and I say, you know, what's going to help me here. This is, I'm already Merlin Manning him just by doing this. They rely on people not be, not Merlin Manning them. They're they're so used to people who they, they're like they're like frat boys. They just love to fight. These people are monsters. Mm. They're they're literal demons, and mm. they will do everything they can to try and leverage your own feelings of being a performer who wants to please people, mm-hmm. or in my case, to please and help people. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna they're gonna leverage that to make you do dumb shit. Ask to be treated like a plumber. So I said to him, plumbers don't do a series of emails about whether you're going to come out to the house. This is how much it costs for me to pull my van onto your driveway. Are you into it? Listen, I do not want to get treated like a plumber. Whether it's $5, whether that bench fee, whether that service call, whether it's $5 or $5,000, if they cannot commit, yeah, you get me? If they can't commit (laughs) to there's a certain amount of money I get no matter matter what. Yes. Shit. That's the problem. So, but I said, here's the idea that I'm having. If you're going to put me in collaboration with a content producer, mm-hmm. how about you put me in touch with the content producer you have in mind for me, 
prior to me uh, agreeing to do the thing. I like this. You're t- you know what? You're taking it seriously. Right. You're showing that like, you're taking it seriously. If you guys are taking this seriously, you will not have a problem with this. Yeah. I don't want to start working. I don't want to say, yes, I'll do this. And then I get assigned, you know, like some bottom of the barrel content producer. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what a content producer is. No I don't idea. want to do, I don't want to do it. They asked me to do the moth one time and they were like, we're going to put you in touch with a content producer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, to tell a story. I'm not going <laughs> to workshop it. I'm going to make it up as I go. That's how I do. <laughs> they probably just put you in in contact with the contact producer's assistant. <laughs> Could you talk to my assistant? I said, no, thank you. Anyway, so I wrote and he wrote, uh, so I wrote this and he wrote back and said, Hey, John, a, you are the first to ask about this, which I think is really smart. Exclamation point. And I was like, wow, and that's the really? bread part of the sandwich. <laughs> I'm the first to ask. Am I really smart? But then he said, unfortunately, the producer you'd be working with, is on vacation right now. Hmm. She's not reachable, but she's super talented. Hmm. Anyway, we're finalizing and locking all in the, the great shows. <laughs> we're locking in the lineup for instructors, so uh, mm-hmm. we're going to need to have a commitment if you're interested in doing this before she returns. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And and so, at this point, by my count, you are at at least four and probably five red flags. Well, so now I feel a little dissed and I'm, and I'm walking around. I've got my hands behind my back. I'm in my Napoleon March, mm-hmm. right? Or I'm in, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm Churchill, I'm Churchill on D-Day minus one and marching around. I'm chewing on my cigar. You know what you and, should do? You should ask <laughs> to speak with his manager. <laughs> he is <laughs> the manager. Exactly. You would totally cock him. You should say, can I speak with your manager? <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, just how he reacts to that would be so great. Well, so my mom, my manager's on vacation. My manager, my uh, I'm a professional, sir. Sir, I'm, I wear a white collar. Drumpf. Uh, my mom happened to be over at the house while I well after I read this email, and I'm marching, I'm I'm walking around, hands behind my back, chom- chomping on my cigar, muttering. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, uh, "What's uh?" She looks up from her magazine. Because we still read magazines in this house. And she says, what's the matter with you? And I said, this thing. And she said, (laughs) she said, she basically, she took a page out of the Merlin book. (laughs) And she said, there's nothing about this that you want to do. Why are you, why are you even putting this amount of emotional energy into it? Right. And I was like, well, because it should work out and it shouldn't be this way. Uh And she said, Write him a one sentence email that says no, thank you. And I was like, yeah, I, but- just just in passing. Also, you're feeling a bad feeling about the bad feeling. Yeah, I feel, you're doing, exactly you're doing, right. So you know you're doing the thing. I woke up in the middle of the night and now I'm upset that I can't go to sleep. Yes, well, I'm just saying, like I'm I'm very aware. I've been aware of this concept for many years, but I'm becoming trying to become more sensitive to it. Like, are you reacting to a thing that happened in the world, or mm-hmm. are you reacting to how you feel about that thing, your own interpretation of a fact or not in the world? Right. It sounds like you are reacting to pure interpretation for for good reasons. You got a good heart. You want to be a fucking performer. You want to do your thing, but you're tearing yourself in knots. You think that guy's tearing himself in knots? No, he doesn't care at all. He's got ten more suckers like you. He's got them lined up out the door. So I wrote him. Very prestigious, John. I know. I wrote him. I wrote him an email, and I was like, "Hey, I really appreciate being asked to do this, Uh, but uh, the dates didn't just uh, the dates just didn't line up." Is what I said. (laughs) The God. dates just didn't line up. I could see your mom shaking her head looking at the magazine. <laughs> she didn't even look loser. up. She's just looking at the magazine, just shaking her head. The <laughs> dates didn't line up, I said. Please consider me in the future. <laughs> oh, God. Hi, <laughs> John. Oh, John. But the burden the burden was released. Whether or not like my email was, uh, was like garbage, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I was out. Yeah. I got out. And then he wrote me a thing that was like, no problem, thanks. Mm-hmm. Have a good one. And I was like, whew. I mean, maybe maybe I'm never going to be at Pappy and Harriet's with, with Steve Aggie. He's never going to take my picture and put it up next but to you Sarah You want to be there for the right reasons. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I do. I don't want to get in there just because I, I moved the seating bolts on my Austin Healey. I want to get in. I want to drive a car that's made to fit me. Yeah, like a grown man's car. I drive cars that shift themselves. The largest man. car you could afford. <laughs> I don't want a shifter car. No. 
No, no. We used to have a shifter car because we thought we, you know, we we both like stick shift. And for, I don't know, 10 years, we drove a shifter car in San Francisco. That's insane. I have a shifter car in Seattle and it's insane. It's insane. There's, I mean, it's, it's not necessary. No, 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 no. You, you know, you know what? No, no. It's like for a long time, I wanted a motorcycle, but Mm. there's, but having a motorcycle in Seattle is stupid. It's It's definitely feels not practical. No, if you have a motorcycle and you live in Santa Barbara or you live in, I think I think the ideal place for a motorcycle is San Diego. Oh, maybe, it's, it's so flat and dry. Yeah, or Bakersfield. If you lived in Bakersfield, you'd you'd be stupid not to have a motorcycle. But uh, but Seattle, come on. Yeah. But I sure wanted one. It didn't keep me from wanting one. Yeah. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. Okay, okay, catching up. One, I had three seconds of a Pretender song uh, cycling in my head, but I am super duper 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 anxious right now. Oh shit! Because I just don't know. We haven't even gotten to my whole thrust of the call. What the call was going to be today, which is the spider shit falling on your face. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. I've got rat poop all over me still. Oh, that's though, it. That's what it was. Even though I scrubbed myself with a steel. With Ooh, steel. God, that photo scared me. But. Um, Anxiety. But I'm I'm almost 50. Yeah. I turned 50 in um, uh, two months. Well, yeah, two months. Mm-hmm. Give or take. And my family uh, came to me and said, we want to celebrate your big 50th birthday party. Oh, God. Uh, by renting a house on the Oregon coast. And we're all going to go there. Oh, can we not? And I said, that's amazing. Thank Yay. you. Oh, boy. Yay. And, you know, they are trying so hard to do something nice. You know, mm-hmm. they love me so much. They take care of me so much. And so, so, but the problem is, the problem is, I don't, A, I don't like being celebrated in that way. Ugh. And B... I don't feel like being celebrated right now. I'm I'm not going through a phase where I feel like a like I'm very much of a success. I'm feeling a little right. bit like 50 years old and not much to show for it, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. And sitting you know sitting in front of like a a, a cake with my loving and pretty small nuclear family of people mm-hmm. that, that I matter to. Maybe some speeches. And blowing out the, the fifty candles or the you know, the, the You're one gonna need your CPAP just for the party. <laughs> and then going and staying in some kind of in some kind of like rented house and walking the beach. It just felt like <laughs> you sound like uh, Richard Nixon. <laughs> no. No. At least he had something to show for it. He had Alger His. Well, you know, he believed that history would would vindicate him and now he's right. If the president does it, it's not illegal. So so I wrote them, I wrote my whole family a letter that said, I'm so grateful for this wonderful thought, (laughs) but will you please cancel it and please not, let's not talk about my birthday again until the day before when somebody can go, oh, isn't tomorrow your birthday? And then we can get a Safeway cake. Yes. Safeway has a really good uh, icebox uh, icebox, uh, chocolate fudge cake. Listen, um, it's a good fucking cake. And you want a cake? Safeway is the best Safe, cake. We were talking about this in my house last night. It is the best cake. They're the best. That cake. that's a fucking birthday. You can go one, to a one candle, one candle, candle, right? And then maybe maybe you guys you watch a Pixar movie. That's a and nice then, night. And then I take the rest of the cake home because it's my birthday. It's, it's your my birthday, cake. so I get to take the birthday cake home, and then I can eat it when I want. You know, I told my just in passing what I told my family. Um, I'm past fifty one now, but mm-hmm. what I told my family was, you want to give me a treat? You know what I want. Um, let me go to Six Flags Discovery Kingdom by myself for two nights. I just want to go, I want to, I want to go to bed early and then ride roller coasters all day. By yourself? By myself. (laughs) You can't take kids on a roller coaster. That's no fun. I want to go. I want to get, I want to get that. I want to get the Rain Man pass. I want like the really nice pass where you get to skip Uh line, which you can do at Discovery Kingdom. And then you just ride the fucking Joker roller coaster all day. I love roller coasters and nobody in my family. Oh, wants shit. To ride you should on come here. This should be for your birthday. You and me will go to Discovery Kingdom. They got a really good Superman roller coaster that's bananas. What is Discovery Kingdom? I've never heard of it. Uh, it's up in just in Vallejo. It's a it's a roller coaster park. It's they've got some good ass roller coasters. 
I once spent a summer in New York City where... Oh, oh, I, oh just John in passing and passing. Opened yes, in 1968. What? <laughs> you it's have the to come here. That's when you were open. Ah! Yeah. I had no idea about this place. Look, Go look at it. Wonder Woman Lasso of Truth. You got... Uh, I'm telling you, though, the, the Joker and the Superman in particular are very, very high-quality roller coasters. Well, the only time I'm ever at amusement parks, of course, anymore, I'm with a, I'm with a, I'm with my kid. Yes. And... You know, she's too little to go on roller coasters. Nobody else in the in the family wants to go on roller coasters. That's all I want. That's and, all I want to do. That's all and I so do. I end up walking past the roller coasters with like that sh- like sheepish, chagrined, like head down look, where I'm like, but I could just go and just yeah. be on the roller coaster, and I'll, I'll I'll meet you guys over at the cotton candy apples or whatever. You guys, yeah, you guys go ride the teacups. I'm gonna go over here. But I never can. Mm-mm. I never can quite do it. And and uh, they don't talk about this in the in the parenting classes. This is the kind of shit you give oh, up. You know, I back when I was single man. Back when I had no responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I, I I was uh, I spent a summer in New York, and I I went to every roller coaster in New Jersey. <gasps> I bet there's summer. a lot of roller coasters in New oh, Jersey. Oh, there are. New Jersey's got so many roller coasters. Great roller coasters. I just sent you a link. Look at this. Look at look at and the. The crazier, the ricketier the roller coaster, oh, the happier absolutely. I am. I, I want my head slammed around. I want you to put a hurting on me. Okay. This is my version of scalding my balls, probably. It's going to a place like this and having having these machines try to destroy me. Look at all oh, those rides. Oh, this is just the list of That's thrill rides. That's just the rides. thrill rides. The Cobra, the Boomerang Coaster Coaster, the Daredevil Chaos Coaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and I love this here. They have minimum heights. No mm-hmm. kids allowed. No kids allowed. No, the Joker's a serious deal. Now, the Joker's a, minute, a wooden coaster that'll fuck you up. Something weird is happening here. Hammerhead Shark is temporarily closed. Oh, no. Har- Harley Quinn Crazy Coaster is not open yet. Oh, see, that's how they get you. We got Kong. We got Medusa. Well, you got to be tall to ride Medusa. I was there for an early ride before it was officially open on the Joker. But the Superman one is real crazy. The Superman is one of those like those crazy rides where basically you sit in the car in this little station and immediately goes up to like I don't know sixty miles an hour, like boom, like oh, a bullet. Oh, it's magnetic, and it goes up, and then it comes back down, back through the station, and then it does these fucking twirls and shit that are oh, can make a fifty year old man very happy. Vertical velocity. You got the Joker, the Tasmanian Devil. They got a lot of thrill rides. There's a lot of thrills. You feel like you're settled and sorted with this whole event thing. We're done with that, right? You're not going to do that, right? The thing. I'm not doing the event for sure. I'm not. And also, I uh, my family wrote me back and was like, we don't we don't want to make you go to the Oregon Coast. We were just trying to do something uh, to celebrate your birthday. Oh, everything's coming up, John. I said, well, then let's celebrate my birthday with my favorite form of celebration, which is not celebrating. I know. I know. And they were like, great. And uh, whether or not they actually feel disappointed or, or are fine with it, I can't tell. But I'm, I'm trying to not have that be a problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'll, I'm just going to be like, that was, listen, it's my 50th birthday party and that's what I wanted. Yes. Shit. So then, uh, what else did you do when you woke up before? So I got up. And you you already you 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 already um, you foreshadowed it with a little bit of like Google Ads or whatever because I got up and uh, and turned the shower water on really hot and scalded myself. <laughs> Happy birthday to me! 